Hi, and welcome to Math and Musings. I'm Mike O'Connell, creator of Math and Musings, and your host. Stay tuned for 15 minutes of science, politics, news, and opinion. In other words, Math and Musings. Today's date is Friday, August 20th, 2021. This is broadcast number 12 of our show. I appreciate your tuning in today. It's uh, it's going to be a good one. I can't promise that I'm going to discuss anything of any consequence whatsoever. However, I do promise uh, 15 minutes of entertainment. I think last week's program where I was speaking about uh, my regular gig, uh, that is being a school teacher, uh, was probably the closest I'll ever come to like an actual discussion of events, different, you know, philosophies of teaching. If, if you didn't uh, catch that one, well, through the magic of the internet, you can always go back and, and see these things again. There's, there's like this uh, instant replay that you can get. Go back and ep- listen to episode number 11. And immediately after I finished that broadcast, I started thinking of, you know, a thousand and one other things that I could have said, because I, I do think about education all the time. I mean, it has been my line of work for 13 years and even with all my other side hustles I do try to what do they say keep the main thing the main thing like I do keep math teacher at, at the front of everything all my other side hustles oh they're just that they're side hustles the main thing is the main thing and uh, for that very reason of course I I never want to jeopardize uh, the main thing with something silly I could I could say here. As I said, it was more questions and answers and just like, well, I, you know, I, I read books and talk to my colleagues about different ways we can teach the kids math. And is it, um, you know, should, should I try one of these new approaches or should I just go the paper and pencil route? I mean, that, that worked for me. Or if, you know, somebody else has a better idea, maybe I should go with that. Um, it's just part of and accept it as just part of the changing landscape of the world as I smoothly segue into the topic of today, which is 21st century unusual food items. And I have mentioned this before, that um, one of the things I enjoy doing, and my son enjoys doing, and, and my son and I have really bonded over this one, that like searching out grocery stores for uh, by the way and every time I say grocery store I have to know that as, as a grammarian I do realize that the word grocery implies grocery store in other words grocery store is redundant it is a grocery but if you just say grocery it, it doesn't sound complete and even though I know that it's wrong I use the redundant, commonly used phrase, grocery store, uh, so, so everyone can understand, basically. That, that's what you have to do if you are trying to reach a mass audience, but you, know, you come from a family of English teachers at the same time, and you have to know that you know, the, the word grocery store, the phrase grocery store, really is redundant. Franklin and I go to the store, and we check out unusual flavors of common things. And I think the most obvious example, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when I say Oreos. That for a hundred years, there was the 
Oreo, right? Black on the outside, black cookie, white, frosting-y, gelatin -y stuff in the middle. That's what an Oreo was. To me, that's still what an Oreo is because I come from the 20th century. Those of you listening, if you grew up in the 1900s, you know what an Oreo is and you can picture it. Go to the store today. Do me a favor. Go to a store today. Go down the Oreo aisle. It's like a whole aisle, right? And I, I happen to, like, you can Google this easily. I happen to be looking at the uh, Oreo.com website right now. Let me read off a few. These are their new ones. Uh, S'mores Oreos, Brookie-O Oreos, Chocolate Hazelnut Oreos, Java Chip Flavor Cream Oreos, Mint Flavor Cream Oreos. That's like the first normal one I've heard. Birthday Cake Oreos, Chocolate Oreos, Dark Chocolate Oreos, Peanut Butter Pie Oreos, Peanut Butter, which is different apparently, Carrot Cake, Chocolate Marshmallow, Caramel Coconut, Lemon. You get the idea. And um, the number of different flavors, I, I, you know, I didn't even just hit 10% right there. The number of different flavors of Oreos that are available, and, and some of them, you know, they, they say for a limited time only, but, you know, if they make money, they'll keep them around. Or maybe Oreo, you know, the Nabisco Corporation takes them off the shelves to make them seem more valuable the next time they come around. I think there was a, it must have been at Christmas time, I think they just called it gingerbread Oreo or gingerbread cookie Oreo, something like that. And, uh, oh, they had it out for a short time. I, I went back to get it, you know, because, you, you know, you still think about it. I'm like, man, I do need to try some unusual Oreos. And it wasn't there. And like you go to another store and it's not there and it's like, man, I have to wait around until next Christmas uh, to get these things again. Uh, the most recent one for me there was this, uh, I saw it looked ridiculous, of course. All these things are. Red, white, and blue Oreo. It was for the 4th of July. And um, part of what, I'm not sure if it was the red or the blue, it was Pop Rocks. Who doesn't love Pop Rocks anyway? And... Uh, I got it for the 4th of July because, you know, had to try it. I try everything once. I'll try everything once. comes down the pike. And then they use that same cookie. Like, I notice this because I look at it every day. They use that same cookie promoting the Olympics. Like, support America with your red, white, and blue cookies in the Olympics. And, like, and, you know, Pop Rocks involved in this. Wait, wait a minute. Those are the same cookies. They just put them in a different package. Um, yeah, I had to get those, too, of course that uh, I do appreciate a challenge, too. And I've mentioned this before on the show. It's like, even if you're a billionaire, that, you know, five seconds of bliss that occurs when you put something delicious in your mouth, there's something unusual in your mouth, like, mm, oh, oh, that's an interesting taste. Doesn't matter whether you're a billionaire or you don't have two nickels to rub together. It's like, ooh. Oh, that's an unusual taste. And that was definitely worth, you know, a dollar ninety-nine or whatever I paid for this uh, for this package of cookies. And uh, it, to me, it kind of started with Oreos, and then the two that my son and I look for every week. And, and it's a tradition. It's a tradition now. Every Friday after school, my son and I go to our local food lion. Oh, because the more like hole in the wall grocery you're going to the more likely you're going to find unusual food items. So we go to Food Lion strictly to find unusual food. And, like, the more, um, I don't want to say inexpensive. Yes, it's inexpensive. 
the cheaper gro grocery store you go to, the more you can find these off-the-wall uh, flavors of things. And uh, like if you go to you know dollar stores, Dollar General, Family Dollar, places like that. Uh, but Food Line's a pretty good uh, example as well. And we look at the Pop-Tarts. And like, what kind of unusual Pop-Tarts do they have? Because w when I was a kid, I, I mean, again, Pop-Tart was Pop-Tart. I, I think there was this like, that it had frosting on it was, was something unusual. And there's probably like cherry, blueberry, plain. Like those, those were your choices. Now, I happen to have this website up also. Okay, peach cobbler Pop-Tarts. Tropical mango Pop-Tart. By the way, I've had both of those. They're delicious. Oh, the, the mystery flavor. The one they don't even tell you what it is. It's the mystery flavor box. Now, a banana cream pie Pop-Tart. I have not seen that one. My son and I have been looking for that one forever. And we saw it on the website because we'll look at the websites too. There's a red, white, and blueberry Pop-Tart. There's a brown sugar cinnamon Pop-Tart. Chocolate chip cookie dough Pop-Tart. This gets ridiculous after a while. Hot fudge sundae Pop-Tart. Cinnamon roll Pop-Tart. Ooh, frosted cinnamon roll, excuse me, Pop-Tart. S'mores Pop-Tart. Again, s'mores. Strawberry milkshake Pop-Tart. That was a popular one for my son. It's got sprinkles on it. Frosted wild berry Pop-Tart. Fruit Loops Pop-Tarts. I swear to you, it really does taste like a bowl of Fruit Loops. Oh, there's ones that have, instead of your standard cakey Pop-Tart edge, it's it's a pretzel. So they've got a couple of flavors of those. It's like the cinnamon sugar pretzel Pop-Tart, salted caramel pretzel Pop-Tart, red velvet cupcake Pop-Tart, because everything tastes better is red velvet, uh, confetti cupcake, oh, frosted confetti cupcake Pop-Tart. I feel like, you know, you can see, uh, they, they used to do this, like, um, broadcasters as a joke in like especially in like the weirdo days of of rock in like late 60s early 70s would would go to like old people and and have them read off the lyrics of salacious lyrics of of pop music and it was just it was just funny to see old people reading off things that i shouldn't be saying on the air it's kind of the same idea here like old man reading off all these unusual Flavors of Pop-Tarts, now they've got something called Pop-Tart Crisps, which are basically like, we're going to give you less Pop-Tart for the same amount of money. And Pop-Tart Bites, same thing. We've made these things smaller. Uh, we're just cost, you're charging you more per ounce. I've, I've gotten to get a, in a lot of like unit cost pricing considerations with my son, like because I turn everything into math class to bring it back to education. Uh, showing my son, like, these two things are the same price, but this one, there's more ounces involved on this one. So you're, you're getting a, a worse deal. Uh, the other one my son and I always look for, my son and I always look for, is uh, Pringles, of course. Now, Pringles has gone totally off the reservation with their flavors. When I was a kid, there was Pringles. You know, the fact that they came in a tall can stacked on top of each other, that was enough. There was this Pringles. Now, you got your usual, you know, barbecue, cheddar cheese, sour cream and onion. Then it's like pizza flavored. Uh, okay. Ranch dressing flavored. Uh, all right. Jalapeno. Okay. Salt and vinegar. Yeah. Dill pickle. Oh, by the way, dill pickle everything. There's dill pickle popcorn, dill pickle Pringles. They put dill pickle spice on everything these days. Parmesan and roasted garlic. 
Here's one for you. Rotisserie chicken Pringles. Honey mustard Pringles. Buffalo ranch Pringles. They've got a collaboration with Wendy's. Pringles, Wendy's spicy chicken. Like it's the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's in the flavor, like that flavor on Pringles. And now some of these things, you look at them online and it's, you know, somebody just does a clever Photoshop and you, and you think it's something real, but it's actually just somebody being funny, the parody of these things. Uh, but that one's, that one's real because I have eaten it. And I got it at the, uh, the food line that's in my neighborhood. It's not the nice food line. Yeah, we, we go to the uh, off, uh, off the main reservation food line that's uh, there. I can think in my neighborhood, there's at least two other food lions that are, um, I want to say one food lion is high end and the other one's the cheap food lion. It definitely, we go to the cheap food lion and it's like, how unusual can you get with their uh, food items here? Uh, the one we picked up today was, uh, well, it wasn't today as you're listening to this, but the most recent, and again, these, these guys have gone way off here. Kit Kat, the good folks at Kit Kat, the one we picked up, because we already got that key lime pie one. The one we picked up today uh, was the fruity cereal. And uh, it they have a picture of what looks to be Fruit Loops on the on the cover, but they obviously Fruit Loops was like uh, I'm gonna say copyrighted in a in a way that they didn't want uh, to make the collab with uh, with the Kit Kat organization who's gone into now uh, let's see duos mint and dark chark dark chocolate uh, that they have that's that's a popular one that they're they're mixing two different things together oh there's a mocha one duos mocha and chocolate candy there is the Kit Kat white cream candy why are these not I know there's there's a billion Kit Kats now. Um, and the the thing that you really got to find is that if you can find like a, a foreign brand, I know that uh, Japan of, of all countries has, you know, really unusual flavors of Kit Kats. So if, you, if you're willing to pay some shipping, you can get unusual flavored of uh, Kit Kats sent your way. I think there's uh, sushi flavored and uh, Pokemon flavored. No, I'm just, I'm just making these up. Um, but uh, I wouldn't put it past him. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed this silly diversion into the world of unusual food items because, uh, well, you got to find a way to entertain yourself somehow. Can't just do podcasts all the time. You've been listening to Math and Musings. Math and Musings is presented by Michael O'Connell. That's me. For more information or to contact, go to MikeOConnellJr.com.